Hi everyone and welcome to the Wellness That Works podcast. Lily here, Sam is still uh, off recovering from her operation. Uh, so today I've got a really special guest to join me, someone that I've known for quite a few years now, so uh, a good friend of mine and I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about. I've got WW member ambassador and all-round food guru, in my opinion, uh, Laura Mayer, aka Skinny Kitchen Secrets. Hi, Laura. Hi, Lily. Isn't it crazy that I've known you like five years? I, I was just saying that, yeah, it's absolutely crazy because I feel like, well, it's it's half a decade, that is. Yeah. <laughs> And so much has happened in WW world and the world in general, but how are you doing right now? I'm good. I'm really good. I'm pleased that uh, the world seems to be returning to a little bit of normality at the moment, which is nice. And especially now that some holidays have ended and getting back into the, the normal routines of everyday life makes everything flow a little bit more easily. So, uh, so yeah, it's, um, it, it's good. Um, it's nice to get out and about again. Yeah, definitely. And I know, I mean, We'll, we'll come on to your WW journey in a minute, but you actually, you know, have recently had a child. So that was all kind of happening through lockdown, like seeing him grow up. So how has that been, like becoming a mum? It was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, obviously, I, I didn't expect to have the majority of my maternity leave in lockdown. Stuck so, indoors. So, so yeah, <laughs> I was planning all of these lovely long walks and wine lunches while pushing a pram and all of these types of things. <laughs> So that, that didn't necessarily happen, but it actually turned out quite well because because my husband's a, a school teacher. Um, he was home for a lot more than he would have been otherwise. So he got to spend loads of time with Max as well. So that it worked out really nicely for both of them. I, I mean, hopefully Max was too little to really understand the difference. Yeah. Um, it was hard people not being able to see him when he was that that small. Um but we got to spend loads of quality time with them, which was which was really nice. No, I think um, that's one thing, isn't it, that came out of, of lockdown for a lot of people was just, you know, knowing not to take family for granted and, you know, spend time with your loved ones when you can. So yeah. it's really good that you were able to do that with, with your partner it's, as well. Yeah, it was. It, it was a strange one because um, I lived in Manchester before we moved back to Newcastle. Um, and obviously one of the reasons we wanted to be here is so that when we had a baby, we had family around her. So yeah. we were here, we had all of our family just on our doorstep. Around the corner. But yeah, we, but yeah, we, couldn't, we couldn't see them. So it was, yeah, it was a strange one. Um, but yeah, we've made up for it since, so that's been nice. Oh, bless you. No, that's great. So like I've said, we, we've known each other a while through being, you know, a part of WW. So it does mean that you've been a member from when it was Weight Watchers through to WW. So do you want to, for anyone that hasn't, you know, followed you on Instagram or seen you on our various channels, uh, share a bit about why you joined in the first place? Yeah, definitely. So I, I originally joined uh, WW in... 2011 so it will be 10 years wow. this year um and the main reason that I that I joined at the time was um I'd finished university I'd been to university for for four years um in Sheffield and then I moved across to Manchester with with Michael um and we um moved into a flat and during the course of university as everybody does you kind of survive on whatever you can um so it was mostly cheese and cider um uh you know lots of lots of carbs lots of cheat lots of sort of cheesy bakes and all of those yeah. types of things um and i kind of just slowly put weight on over the four years it was never a sort of a an instant thing it really was quite gradual um and it never bothered us at university um 
in the way that it came to bother us after that. Um, and I moved to moved across to Manchester, moved in with a boy for the first time. Um, and we started cooking together. And we were cooking whatever we fancied and as much of it as we fancied. And these portions were huge. And I could just feel my, feel my clothes getting tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. Um, and all of a sudden I was kind of, I was hiding behind people when I went to, yeah. when I was having a picture taken. Um, and I just felt really uncomfortable just in myself. Um, and we went away for a weekend with some friends. <clears throat> and um, my friend who I was with at the time just had a lovely sort of size 10 figure. She just, she just looked um, how I wanted to look and how I used to look. Um, and I think it was the first time that I thought, actually, I, I don't think this is worth it anymore. I'm not sure that the way that I'm living is, is making us as happy as it previously was. Um, so I thought, right, um, I think it's, I think it's time to join Weight Watchers as it was then. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I literally got back from that weekend away. Um, couldn't get a size, I think it was a size, it was about a size 16 dress. I couldn't get it done up. And it had previously always been quite big, but it was, um, it, the zip just wouldn't go on. I thought, yeah, you, this needs to, to stop yeah. tomorrow. So yeah, I went to the Weight Watchers on the Monday, um, and kind of threw myself into it. Um, and literally 10 years later, <laughs> never looked back. Um, so I think you should get some sort of badge or something for 10 years. I know you need a long <laughs> service award. <laughs> through oh. all the all the iterations but um yeah but yeah i think it's it's something that i'd um, i dabbled with previously um my pet my, my mom had always um been on weight watchers or had something to do with it so i knew a bit about it so it already felt quite familiar um so i went to a meeting um and felt comfortable from from the second i got there really um so it, it was the way that i knew that i could make a change um and, and it worked so no definitely and i think um Obviously, we, you know, rebranded uh, about two years ago now, which was probably around the time that you were pregnant with Max. So then you kind of came out of having Max and then there's this new version. There's all of the mindset elements like mm. it's a, a lot more about wellness than weight loss. But I can imagine after having Max, maybe you had put on weight and wanted to get back to a different size. What was kind of your second phase of your journey with that it was it was it was difficult it was really difficult because from so it took us about eight months to get to my goal weight originally um and I lost just nearly four stone um and so I went from sort of a just not being able to get a 16 up to an eight to a 10 and I maintained that right up until I fell pregnant with Max so for a period of eight years I had the same I could keep the same clothes I could fit into the same clothes um and I felt like I was, you know, I had a balance. I knew what I was doing and I could just keep doing what I was doing. Um, And then when I felt pregnant, the first thing you think when in your head, obviously, is this is amazing. And then as the, everything so, starts to sort of settle back down and normalise, you think I'm, my body shape is going to change. My weight's going to change in a way that I actually have very little control over. And when you've yeah. controlled something like that for eight years before, it's quite a scary thought. Um, So... Obviously, he was born um in December of the twenty nineteen, and then um I had I had a few different issues whilst I was pregnant. So I had SPD when I was pregnant, okay. um which meant that I couldn't do some of the exercise that I'd previously been doing because right. just all oh, my hips and everything was just it was so painful my back and all sorts, um so I was really looking forward to getting back to my WW class, 
um, and really looking forward to getting back and doing some exercise again. Um, but I think I was really pleased to see the sort of change in the plan as well, because I think it's, you know, the, the whole wellness element of it, when you've been doing it for that long, you have to incorporate that into your life anyway, um, with mindset, with sleep, with water, with all of those things, because ultimately, you know, I don't think of WW as a, as a diet. I think of it as a lifestyle. Yeah. And it's, it's, and it, it is how I've lived my life for 10 years. Um, I enjoy it. And if something is just about food and only about food, I think it becomes very difficult because it, it's all consuming. Whereas actually, if it's just part of your everyday life and you are thinking about the other things that help and contribute with that, then it, it, it sort of eliminates the guilt factor a little bit. Mm. If you have a week where actually you have a few things and you think, oh, actually, that they haven't made us feel very good or maybe I need to pull it back next week, you think, but actually I've had plenty of sleep. Um, I've been to the gym three times. I've drank loads of water. I've done loads of steps. Um, and you know you, you've balanced it out in other ways rather than the focus constantly being on what you're gonna eat or what you have eaten. Yeah, and I guess I can't relate to the children element, but you know we hear a lot of our members talk about it. And just on the last podcast alone, me and Sam were talking about time and how you know you need to make time for yourself or even just for little things like right, I'm going to take five minutes to look at what recipes I could cook next week. Or, you know, I'm going to plan out 20 minutes to go for a walk. When you've then got a baby, time pretty much like is non-existent, right? And then, you know, you've got work and everything else going on. So for someone that clearly was very organized and had a lot of control over it, how did you adapt to that? And then trying to follow the WW plan? Um, Well, I think... I think I've always been quite a busy person. Yeah. Obviously, I've got a full-time job. I do my blog and do all of those things before anyway. Um, and I think when you're busy, you, you, you fit, you just fit things in. I think it's easier to, to fit things in when you're busy. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to do things at a particular time. But I'm really lucky because my husband is brilliant. So he cooks, he cleans, he does everything that I do in the house. He does as much with Max as I do. So everything is very balanced, which means that we can both take time for ourselves and with each other which is which is really nice and I think that's one thing because obviously I'm 32 now um and it's a few of my friends had children a little bit earlier and and lots of them have said you have to you have to take that time for yourself you have to make sure that you've got space for yourself in your life um and it's one thing that we've been conscious of, of trying to do and for me that space um is cooking um because I it's it cooking is what I'm passionate about I, yeah. I love to I love to write recipes I love to experiment with food that I literally could shut myself in the kitchen for two hours with a glass of wine and be quite happy that's like your hiding place <laughs> yeah absolutely, absolutely um so I suppose the two are quite complementary in that yeah. way um in that the way that I sort of switch off and um relieve any stress is just to shut myself away and play with food effectively um so I think the two complement each other, but then I think the other thing with with having a baby is you appreciate all of this time more. Um, and so you know, walking is really good for you, but you can walk with a baby. You can walk as yeah. far as you want, and you can, you know, all of a sudden you've got this other person that y- your whole life revolves around. But that doesn't mean that you can't fit in all of those other things. So things like going for a walk or things like taking to the park and running around after him or or, or anything like that. Um, I mean, when he was really little strapping a baby into a baby walker on the, uh, a 
carrier around the front of you um, and walking around a park for an hour like you're putting some serious calories. I can imagine. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, I, I think it's, it's definitely a balance, but I yeah. think it's, I, I find, I do find routine helps and I find um, making a plan really helps as well. So, Things like menu planning, for example, um, on a Sunday, I try and make sure that I sit down and write a menu plan. I look at what's in the fridge, what's in the freezer, what I can use up. What do we? What do I want to make that week? Am I trying anything new that week? Um, but also, what what will work on each day with what we've got in the diary? Yeah. So I think it's just a, the next level of organisation, really. I mean, it doesn't always work out. Sometimes, you you come downstairs after putting them to bed and you think, well. I'm just gonna have a slice of toast and go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I I do find that the more organised you are, the easier everything feels. Um. Because then your your brain's not having to do the work through the week. You're not then having to think what's for tea. Oh, I have to go to the shop or, you know, uh, yeah. when am I going to the gym? Because it's so planned in. Yeah. No. Definitely. It is. I think it's definitely something that a lot of people that have success have to do to get that success so it, it's clearly what's worked for you all this time and, and that's amazing and obviously you've talked about the food passion and an element and I know you've been running your blog uh, Skinny Kitchen Secrets for a very long time so I guess what made you want to start the blog and did you ever think that WW would kind of lead you to that? Because it, it kind of all happened together, right? It did, yeah, it did. It was it was the the main reason that I started it. I didn't I didn't set out um to to start a food blog. Uh, basically, what I did um when I joined Weight Watchers at the time, um there was some community pages on the website. So effectively, what you can find on the app and connect now. Yeah. Um, there was sort of a digital forum, um, and you had an account and you could post blog posts, but. Mostly it was people talking about their journey or who wanted support or talking about success. Um, and so I kind of started to chat on there and post on there. And I started posting my recipes purely because I wanted a way to record them for myself. So that instead of me having to work the points out every time, because this was, this was pre-app, this was pre-Weekwatchers yeah. app Couldn't and everything. Couldn't track it on the app, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I wanted somewhere that I could digitally just refer to or... If I was popping to the gym after work, I could say to Michael, this is where the recipe is. Um, and if you make it to this, I know exactly how many points it is. Yeah. So I originally started putting them on there on the community pages for that reason. Um, and then people start making them and saying, oh, this is brilliant. And I've lost this much because I've, I've made however many of your recipes. And um, I, I suppose that kind of started to, to fuel this passion for, for food. But also what I was really keen on doing was being able to... Um, continue to eat all the food that I loved and continue to live the lifestyle that I enjoyed without feeling like I was depriving myself of anything and to do that I knew that I needed to keep food really interesting um and so sort of through my blog I started to explore different cuisines different um ingredients different you know all of these different ways that you could keep food exciting you could keep it um sort of at the forefront of your mind but in a really positive way so that you weren't constantly thinking, oh, what will I eat? Um, and I suppose it was the, the mixture of um, me keeping myself on track and keeping myself interested and feeding my husband food that he, so he wouldn't feel like he was on a diet. Yeah. Um, but equally other people saying, 
gosh, this has also really, really helped me. So it was the combination of the three things, really. But I'd never even considered it. So eventually I moved it on to what is now SkinnyKitchenSecrets.com. Um, and it kind of, it, it became sort of this this bigger thing, which was amazing because um, I was then getting messages from people literally all over the world saying, yeah. I've cooked your recipes and I can go on and see where people are when they're accessing my website, which is which is absolutely crazy. But yeah, there's, I mean, there's, there's, you know, loads of people from, from WW, um, but there's in there's people who just want to make healthier recipes as yeah. well. Um, or make sort of, um, a healthier, a healthier choice without feeling like, um, they're depriving themselves of something, I suppose. Exactly. And I think we can all get stuck in a rut. I, again, I think we've talked about it, me and Sam a lot, where she is the kind of person where she'll find one recipe it goes really well that one time and then it's in every week, uh, you know, because you can't go wrong with it. And I think it's good to have that. And I do sometimes do that as well, where I love something so much. I'm like, I'm having, I could eat every day if yeah. I wanted to, you know, especially yeah, when yeah. you make four portions and you live on yeah. your own. But actually, when you change it up a bit, try a new ingredient or a different spice or whatever, it kind of gives you that love for trying food again and then getting back on the wagon a little bit, I think, sometimes. Absolutely. And because I think particularly where you're trying new ingredients, the 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 more varied you can make your sort of repertoire of recipes or your you know your your rotation, your weekly rotation, the less it feels like a chore, the less it feels like you haven't you're having to do something because you've got such a wide variety of things to choose from. So what I really love to do is 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 choose a new recipe. Sorry, choose a new ingredient. Um and find loads of different ways to incorporate it in. So, mm. for example, um, lo- loads of people love spaghetti bolognese. It's, you know, I would say that's probably one of the most popular staples across the country. It's something that was on my mum's stable menu from us being tiny. Yeah. Um, because it, it tastes really good. It's really quick. You can make a load of it. Um, yeah. And it's it's not but it's not too bad for you as long as you sort of um have a good element of portion control limit the amount of fat that you use all of those types of things um but if you don't want to have that every week and you want to mix that up how can you mix it up and i suppose what i've thought about quite a lot in some of my recipes is is how to twist some of those classics yeah so one of my favorite twists that i've done is is a korean spaghetti bolognese so there's a, a um a korean chili paste which is you can buy um quite easily in most supermarkets so you can buy it online um but it's it's a sort of twist on it with that um and it's it tastes completely different but it's just as easy to make as your traditional spaghetti bolognese um and but it's it just makes it that little bit more exciting so you've got two versions of a bolognese that you can make yeah. instead of one um and i suppose it's just yeah it for me it keeps me interested um and it it, it keeps me thinking all of the time about how I can incorporate those things into my everyday diet. Yeah, definitely. And I think one thing I've especially personally learned over lockdown is I got in a habit of always using my points, whether they were daily or weekly, on the same thing. So, you know, mm. a lot of people, that works for them, where it'd be like, I'm going to save all my weekly points for a night out on a Friday night. I mean, still guilty of that. Yeah. But in terms of even what, how you split them out through the day, regardless of whether you're on green, blue or purple, mm. I was one of those people where I would never use real oil because I was like, it's a waste of points. You know, I can use fry light. I'm not going to use it. But one thing I've noticed about a lot of your recipes is you don't want to 
take away from that richness and that flavor and so you will incorporate you know maybe a slightly fuller fat mince than the lowest fat or you know using a tiny bit of oil instead of fry light and especially yeah, yeah just through lockdown I've, I've noticed the difference in flavor and yes it's a couple more points but I'd rather do that and then maybe not have an, an 11s snack yeah because it, it just makes all the difference and I think it's I, I completely agree and, and you're right I mean so I think risotto is a really good example of that so mm. if you're going to make a risotto in my opinion and probably if you ask the majority of Italy you definitely need a bit of oil because you need to toast the actual rice yeah um because that's what how you get the right texture of the risotto and if you finish a risotto with a tiny bit of butter the, the actual difference it makes to the texture of the risotto and to the taste of the risotto is huge and so that risotto might be two points higher, but the satisfaction that you get from that, hopefully, is that you don't feel like you've ate a healthy risotto. You feel yeah. like you just had risotto for your tea. Yeah, exactly. And we're talking we're talking probably a teaspoon of oil between four portions. Exactly. And we're talking a teaspoon of light butter between four portions. And I think, you know, especially when you're cooking for a family, I think you have to be reasonable in that not everybody that you live with wants everything to be light and, and exceedingly healthy and not be dressed in anything and, I, and and it's for me it's finding that and that's how I've done it for that length of time because actually if something tastes better with a bit of oil or a bit of butter have it but just have the right amount of it yeah um and then as you say maybe skip the snack you might not, not even want the snack because you've really enjoyed the meal that you've had exactly I, I know sometimes if I've got a limited amount of points left and I have something say small for dinner because I know I'm having something bigger for tea um the sheer fact that it's small in portion, I then think, oh, I must be hungry. I can't possibly be full after I've had yeah, that. Yeah, I've got to have pudding. Do, do I want an apple? Do I want, yeah. an apple or do I, do I want a, a Weight Watchers bar? Hmm. So, so yeah, I, I think where it's appropriate, I like to incorporate um, the right ingredients. Things like um, feta cheese, light mm-hmm. feta cheese is great. But if the, you know, the main focus of your meal is feta cheese and you want, the better feta cheese the full fat better cheese it feta cheese is nicer if you want a bit of that then have it but just balance it out with everything else that you're having yeah i love you just you just brought out your geordie then so you you said dinner and then tea and (laughs) i was ready for dinner to be dinner (laughs) yeah no i know it's uh whenever i the only time i ever call dinner lunch is at work and um and and michael's always like if that's not what it is no one knows what you're saying But what you're saying is so true. Like it's the livability then of the program. You can pick and choose where you want to put your points, which meals you feel you need a larger amount of food. Like you said, it might be a smaller lunch slash dinner and then a bigger (laughs) dinner slash tea. Um, But yeah, I I think it's, it's a, a, it becomes a habit. I think like whatever is in your shopping basket, you just buy those same things every week. And yes, you might tweak how you make it, but actually just throwing those new things in every now and then and like you said about if you're living with other people and cooking for them we had a a question on the last one around how do I keep to my plan if my partner doesn't want to be on WW or you know and and I think the examples you just gave are perfect examples of that and then it might be that you smart swap on other things where it's less obvious you know there are certain ingredients where you really can't taste a difference at all yeah absolutely absolutely and I think that's the thing is 
especially because I know obviously the recipes that I'm writing aren't just for me now they're sort of for everyone um and I, and I know from people telling us that a lot of the people that are making them are making them for the whole families um a lot of my recipes I like spicy food so lots of my recipes are quite spicy and I, I do have to say now if you're making this for children maybe don't put as much chili in as yeah. well as what, as what the <laughs> recipe says but uh, but yeah I mean ultimate I mean Michael um my husband really loves lamb he would eat lamb every meal if he possibly could but on WW lamb is higher in smart points and I know I've spoken to a lot of people who mostly will eat chicken or turkey yes. and breast um and sort of eggs and, and keep to those zero points foods as much as possible. Um whereas for for my husband not to get bored of if what we're eating all of the time, um, or when we're menu planning, we're menu planning together and I'm saying, Well I I fancy these few things this week, what do you fancy? And he's choosing sort of some of the lamb recipes off my website. I know on those days that I can have really low small small point breakfasts and a in a, a lower lunch. And and have more points left to have the lamb dish for, yeah. for for tea, um and I think in that way it becomes less obvious to anybody that what what you're doing is impacting on their life. Um, I mean I've made three course meals for people. I've done um full full barbecues or full feasts for you know eight nine people, and it's all been healthy. It's all been smart pointed, but they would never know, and I exactly. would never tell them because yeah. What, what, what difference does it make? If it tastes good, that's, in my opinion, that's all, all that matters. Yeah, and everyone benefits then. You know, you know that you can stick to plan and they're getting a good meal out of it. So everyone yeah, wins. I, I think in general, people have got, you have to, sort of different camps of people, don't you? And you have people who appreciate healthy food and appreciate, um, will, will appreciate sort of the, the journey that you might be on or um, be willing or to, to sort of help with it. And then you get other people who hear the word, oh, it's healthy. Oh, no, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. Um, and actually, if they don't know the difference, then life is easier. Exactly. So if, it, if you can't taste the difference, then you're not going to know the difference. Yeah, no, definitely. So with the blog, obviously, it's become really popular and you are always updating it with new recipes. Um, what are kind of the key, what are the top hits? that you found that your followers oh, love a, yeah and and does it change question. seasonally because obviously we're coming into se- uh well we're in september yeah coming into autumn what are kind of your top dishes for you personally as well so it's interesting because the the top the top recipes that people make um and and that people like to see usually are, are uh, chicken recipes because yeah. the, the points are lower um and i think people like to incorporate lower smart point meals where they can um definitely fake aways um things like sticky chili chicken and salt and pepper chicken mm. um curries particularly um all of those things are always really really popular because the thing the, the things that taste exactly as the would whether you are on ww or not and they're also things that mean that people don't have to order a takeaway um or i've, I've had some of my followers have their family order takeaways and they've made made a fake away off my website um and had that at the same time and, and not felt deprived um the fake way donna kebab is, is a good example of that one um because i've got lots of people who have said my my partner or i love donna kebab and it's just so high in points yeah um and so i was like right I, i'm gonna try and create a version of this that you can have without that sort of guilt factor 
and that 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 one's been really really popular as well um pasta recipes i think are always really really popular because yeah. pasta is quick and you can make a lot of it um and, and so you, you you cook once and you've got four six meals um i just posted a, a recipe recently for cheeseburger pasta which is a one pot pasta so everything's cooked including the pasta in the one pan oh, nice. um and it tastes like a cheeseburger it's it's really really good so that that one's been really popular things like um chicken fajita pasta um and then the other ones are the quick ones so things that you can have on the table really 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 quickly um so things like indian fajitas or um burger in a bowl and, and those types of things um personally um I like all food. I like spicy food. Um, and although that did change when I was pregnant and I went from loving, I could eat a vindaloo to all of a sudden, all I wanted was a chicken kiev on its own. Really? Nothing. It yeah. took away the spice love. That's crazy. I've never heard of that before. Couldn't eat it. It was burning my mouth and it oh never had it never done that before. Um, <laughs> and it hasn't really come back. I, I can't handle the same level of spice that I used to be able oh, to. Wow. It's really strange. But yeah, for me, um, I like, I like, I love a slow cook dish. I like something that I can put in the oven and leave and uh, whether it be a sort of a ragu, a stew or something like that, um, <clears throat> where you get lots of flavour for minimal effort. And then, um, so, so I've got a, 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 a cheesy topped beef and chorizo stew, which is really good because in no way does that, when you, when you eat that, would you ever think this is diet food ever. Yeah. Um, and then things like, I, re- I love fish because I, I love how quickly you can have fish on the table. It's so quick to cook. So things like coconut lentil curry, you can make the base and you can make it vegetarian. It's, it's packed with lentils. It's packed with goodness. It's packed with flavor. And on top of that, you can put whatever you want. So I would, I usually put turmeric fish or you can have chicken or you can have whatever you fancy and things like that, um, where you can adapt them or, or, um, freeze them, take them out and make something slightly different with it. Um, they're always sort of my favourite things. And then I have the things that I go back to, sort of, because even though I'm trying all of these new recipes, there are things that I will think, oh, yeah, we, we haven't had that for a couple of weeks. That needs to yeah. go on the menu. So things like um, jambalaya or um, sausage. So, I mean, sausage pastas, I think, is probably one of my favourites because it's so quick. And it yeah. tastes so good um, that, I mean, I always have a packet of sausages in the freezer. So when it gets to, you know, that week before payday, when you're thinking, I need to use everything up that I've got, I've always got a packet of sausages in the freezer. I can make four to six portions of pasta with this. Um, and I'll enjoy it as much as if I'd, you know, had it on the menu plan three weeks ago. Um, that I think that one's always a really, really good option as well. Yeah. There's, there's just so much option, isn't there? And I think also it's totally fine to have those favourites because then on a day, you know, you had a bad day at work, you're a bit stressed, you're like, what what do I know is guaranteed to cheer me up? Like, you can't experiment every time. I'm sure there are times when things might not quite come out right or, you know, no. you've missed something <laughs> out of the recipe and then you're like, oh my God, my day, I didn't think it could get any worse. But at least with the sausage pasta... You're guaranteed oh, at yeah. the end of the day. <laughs> that's that's honestly so true because I because I spend so much time writing recipes, testing them, photographing them, doing all of that. 
if I make something and it isn't as nice as I want it to be, I'm fuming. Yeah. Um, and so I'll, I'll put it down and I'll, I'll give it to Mike and be like, oh, this is lovely. And I'm like, it's not though, is it? It's it's just not as good as it could be. So next time. But that's that's the part of the process of testing. Not everything's right the first time you make it. Yeah. Um, and I, I try and test things three times at least before it gets published because I want to make sure that when someone else makes it, it tastes exactly how it tasted when I made it and loved it. Yeah. So I'll usually make it a few times and then say to, to Michael, right, make this as per the instructions. Um, and then I'll do that with some of the older recipes as well, because some of the recipes on there are, are sort of eight, nine years old. Um, and so I'll say, right, can you make this one exactly to the instructions? Because I need to see if it still tastes how I want it to taste, because my tastes yeah. have developed over time as well and exactly. and changed a little bit. So, so yeah, it's... um. Can't go wrong with a sausage pasta. No. And I think as well, everyone obviously has different spice levels, different things that they like, they don't like. And, you know, even on the WW app, yes, there's thousands of recipes. But if you do want to swap out, you know, the amount of chilli for more garlic, you totally can go in and edit yeah. it. And I guess it's the same with your recipes. Like, I don't think I've ever followed um, anyone's recipe exactly when it comes to garlic like i will always put in way more than it <laughs> yeah. says you can't just I, more garlic. Yeah, I can't yeah. not have that in in any dish and like the other day when we were in isolation we ran out of onions and i was like you can't every base of every dish i love has onions in so i was like i'm gonna have to do like an emergency delivery just of onions because i can't leave the house <laughs> so there, there are certain things like you said with sausages as long as you've got that in the freezer or the fridge you know there's something you can rustle up with that um so you said about slow cookers as well is that yeah. something that you will actually use all year round or is it you wait till you know it's got a bit cooler and, and you get that out it depends so slow cook i think slow cook is an interesting one because a lot of people will put the slow cooker on before they leave for work in the morning and come yeah. back when something's ready um, which I get, and I do have written quite a few slow cooker recipes. So I do use the slow cooker, um, but I also like to slow cook in the oven um, okay. because I, I think it takes less time. Um, but it, the the end result is less watery, um, in, okay. in my opinion. So it's the 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 heat that comes from it reduces it in a in a way that you get I think a, a older flavour. Um, mm. and equally depending on what you're making, I do like to start the um ingredients off in a pan particularly where you're involving spices so that you're releasing those flavors and the oils um whereas if you put everything in a slow cooker everything's just cooking in, at the same length of time which it doesn't always need um so it depends what it is but yeah i think the slow cooker it with stews and things like that i do think of them as is autumnal and and, yeah. as, and as wintry and I'll, there's nothing nicer than getting something out and it just being hot and bubbling away um but with with other things with pasta ragouts, um, I'll I'll I will make those in the summer, um, because a, a nice shredded meat through a pasta ragu with a big side salad, um, and with some um some healthy sort of garlic bread or something like that, I just in on a summer's day sat outside with a glass of wine, yeah. um, and something like that. Yeah, I just don't think you can beat it. So I think, yeah, predominantly more in the winter, but I think there there are uses for it sort of all year round. I mean. The best thing is being able to just leave something in the oven or the slow cooker, go out for a walk for three hours and come back and it's almost exactly. ready. And that's the thing. I, I've always been obsessed with my slow cooker and would do the thing of go put it all in, go to the office, come back. Yeah. But actually, it's a really valid point with a lot of people still working from home. You could do the oven version and mm. 
not have to worry about being out all day and it overcooking or you know being in to keep an eye on it so yeah that's a, that's a really good point and and it is hard to get that water ratio I think and I, I always struggle with it being too watery so that's yeah I think know, I find a, a lot of the questions I get on slow cookers is um is it's water at the end and the, the easiest way to get rid of it is either take the lid off and so let it cook with the lid off so it starts to reduce down um or you end up having to put it in a pan to simmer it to reduce it which which just takes that little bit of extra time whereas in the oven you can just take the lid off and and let it reduce in that way so yeah yeah i I definitely think it's great for some recipes um and there's some brilliant recipes i mean you can you can cook a whole chicken in there if you want to and if if it fits in with your date then it's brilliant and yeah if you're looking for something that's more watery or if you're looking for something that's a bit looser then yeah great but i think it's just picking the right tool for what you're making um so i've had a lot of people have been disappointed if they've made something else in a slow cooker and then it's not came out how they've yeah exactly Mm. oh no well clearly you know you know you know what you're talking about you've had all this experience so what what have you got planned next for your skin kitchen secrets (laughs) yeah yeah well i mean it's been going for a long time now and obviously i'm always looking to do as much as i possibly can with it um so i'm really lucky i've been asked to cook at the good food show at the nec in birmingham which is in November, which will be really interesting because um, my family think it's absolutely hilarious because if you, if you go on the Good Food Show website, you've got all these chefs and talking Mary Berry, James Martin, the Hairy Bikers, Michelle Rue, and you scroll through and then my face pops up oh, and there I am, um, which is, yeah, it's crazy. So I'm going to be doing two vegan recipes on the stage there, which will be brilliant. And then I'm constantly getting asked about a book. I think a lot of people... Lots of people like to look online, but when they come to actually cook the recipe, they really like to have something physical in front of them. So I think the next thing I'd really like to be able to do is to get some of my recipes into a book to give people the sort of option um, of both of those things. Um, yeah. So it's you can have it in front of you if you'd like to, or if you're out and about and you want to quickly look up the recipe, it's still online. So I think they're the two, the two things. And it's just really sort of trying to continue to to get the word out which is that you know in my opinion you can eat whatever you want you can eat food with loads of flavor you can eat food any any food any ingredient any uh cuisine from around the world and so long as you just think a little bit more about it it will fit in with the ww lifestyle and i think it's that nothing's off limits because i've certainly found that um and i suppose it's just trying to get the word out to to a lot of other people that you can have chorizo, you can yeah. have cheese, you can yeah. have lamb, you can have whatever you want, as long as it's, you, th- you think about it as, as a whole sort of day or within your points or on balance, really. Yeah, no, definitely. Oh, that's so exciting. I can't wait to um see you getting selfies with Mary Berry and all sorts, hopefully. It's going to be crazy. I know, I, I put it I put it on um, my Instagram a few weeks ago and a few people messaged to say I've just bought tickets. Um, and... I know Fiona, one of the other WW ambassadors, she's bought tickets. Oh, um, really? So she's going to come and see us when I'm there. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm going to have to practice. I'm going to have to stand up. And am I going to have to talk more posh? Am I going to have to, you know, I'm going to yeah. have to pr- pronounce my A's and my A's and my E's because <laughs> is everyone going to understand my accent? But ho- I mean, hopefully they will. I mean, my everyone... main thing is that when I'm in the kitchen, is chaos. There's mess everywhere. I've spilt flour. Like, I 
could not do it in front of people 100% but yeah I'm sure you will smash it I'm sure it'll be it's amazing it's definitely gonna take some organizing well usually I have my sous chef so I usually have Michael who yeah. stood next to his chopping or stood next to his because I like to have everything out because I'm because especially when I'm testing I'm adding a bit tasting it adding exactly. a bit tasting it yeah. um but yeah hopefully it will be a little bit well it definitely will be more organized than that but I think it's the um the talking and cooking at the same time is going to be quite interesting Oh, well, I'm sure you'll be amazing. You clearly know a lot about food. And thank you so much for coming on today and sharing some of your tips and some of the recipes that you've got available. Um, and yeah, like I can't wait to see what you do next and try more of your recipes. No problem. Thank you for having us. Oh, well, have an amazing day. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye.